niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome back. We episode back. five? This is episode five, bro. Episode we is back five. in this big bitch. <laughs> a, few, a, few, uh, a few hiccups, but we've been pretty fucking you know, consistent. We've been pretty consistent. Pretty um, fucking consistent. Well, I mean, we consistently watch great television and films, we so we have we to do. talk about we it. Do. If we don't, it's like shut up in our bones. We have Man. to get it out. To the, to the point when we were, we was at uh, that old job talking about this shit when we were supposed to be working. Man. Supposed to be selling I, nigga shit, and we were I, sitting there talking about movies and, and, I can, and TV. I can't not talk about TV it's, and it's film and music. I'll be, I'll be but at work talking I, about this shit. Niggas get mad at me. Mm-hmm. They're like, how do you know all this shit, bro? Man. That's our industry, though. It, it, man, it is. It's about to be my industry. That, that is our industry. Well, actually, it's my industry now because, yeah, we got the podcast. That is our industry, bro. I always like when the podcast turns into us talking about the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's our industry, though. It's, it's the industry, though. It's the industry, well, Speaking bro. of industry. Speaking of industry, man. Uh, well, first off, welcome to Niggas Watching. For, first off, welcome, welcome to, to Niggas, niggas watching. watching. Thanks niggas. for following us. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for tapping fucking in. with us. Always. Ladies, gents, and gender nonconforming people. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for following with us. Mm. Um, but... We're going to talk about some industries right now. And we oh, are, boy. Last episode, uh, you brought up the DCEU. Yeah, so in the last episode, if y'all didn't listen, I was talking about the possibility of Lady Gaga. Academy Award winner Lady Gaga, ladies and gentlemen, and gender nonconforming people, will be possibly, she's in talks, about joining Joker 2. As Harley Quinn, and as we know, Joker Two is going to possibly be a fucking musical, and I'm locked in. I can't wait. Yeah, but we don't got to talk about that no more. I had made, I had said something, and Davy Dean was, oh, "Hold on, that ain't she actually in DC Universe?" Yeah, whatever. whatever. I, Put my nerd hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I misspoke slightly with um, saying that Lady Gaga will be possibly joining the DC Extended Universe, and mm-hmm. you said actually that's the- not. That's and not the case. That's, that's not, not the case. case. So, 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 yeah, explain why that isn't the case. So, yeah, um, I'll actually say that I found this out. When I found this out, I also found out that they were doing a Joker, too, because it was talking about it in the article. Mm, okay. The way the, um, so to, to backtrack just a smidge, mm-hmm. when DC kind of started doing their movies, starting with um, Man of Steel, and then obviously the next one was uh, Batman vs. Superman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they set up like the DCEU, and they set up like their own film studio, DC Films, and they tried to structure it a little bit like Marvel's. Marvel's like, Marvel Studios, they all answer to uh, Kevin Feige. Um, and then Kevin Feige answers to like, you know, whoever's at Disney. Um, so it's run like almost like an independent film studio mm-hmm. within the structure of like a larger film studio. That's kind of the vibe they wanted for DC films. It didn't necessarily work out like that. At first they had like the head of Warner Brothers um, running it. Then they had like somebody else doing it. Um, but around when Joker came out, they realized they can kind of do like these one-off kind of movies mm-hmm. within the DC films. that don't necessarily... Um, align with the um don't necessarily align with 
the DCEU, DC Extended okay. Universe. Okay. Um, so the Joker movies are kind of that. The Joker movies kind of have their own like sort of storyline. Mm-hmm. They're not connected to like anything else. Um, the Batman movie that we just saw with, uh, with Robert Pattinson. With, with Bobby Pattinson, yeah. Yeah, that one isn't connected to the overall DC universe. Like, that's like a, a sort of different thing. And then you have stuff like, um, in terms of what's going to come out, what came out recently, Wonder Woman 2, Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad. Will Black Adam have any any ties Black to the Black Adam's going to okay. be connected to like the DC, DC universe. And then um, okay. Shazam. DC, okay, okay. Yeah, Shazam. And Shazam, um, okay. That's all connected to that. The Batman's gonna have its own kind of thing. Uh, the Joker things, from what I understand, is like its own sort of thing. But all that's within like the realm of like DC films. Like DC films is running itself like a almost essentially like a, a, a independent, like an indie, but within the within uh, within a major studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they okay. gotta kind of they still kind of abide by major studio rules, which is why we've gotten so many movies within like the Batman. Sort of uh, franchise in terms of like yep. the comic, like a lot of stuff we've, a lot of the major movies we've seen have been based on the Batman stuff, um, and that's kind of why we're getting. I think the DCEU is going to shift towards um, like Black Adam and Shazam because Shazam did really well critically and box office it, it did decent, it did mm-hmm. decent enough that it's getting. A sequel. I like Shazam. I thought Shazam. Was yeah, I thought dope. it was really good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty dope. Um, but I think it's gonna kind of shift towards that because obviously you yeah, have The Rock doing Black Adam. That movie's gonna make a bunch of money, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and from what I've seen and heard, it looks like it's gonna genuinely be a good movie. Oh, I'm um, excited. When is Black Adam? When does it do? October. Okay. Oh, October. so it's a fall movie. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I love fall films. Oh, this usually well, when the best movies come out. But yes, sir. I can't um, wait. So yeah, that they have DC films. Um, as sort of like independent, what's it called? Warner Brothers recently got like a new head, so like now they're kind of going through like a kind of restructuring with the merger, with the merger, right? The merger. So like now, um, because you have Warner Discovery, and that's kind of like over like everything. That's the that's the parent company. Yeah, that's the parent company. Um, you have like Warner Films, then you have DC Films, and then I think you have like Warner Animation, something like that. They're all going to kind of operate as like their own sort of thing. Like, they're going to have a head of all these companies, but they're yeah. all going to answer towards, uh, like, to they're all going to answer to Warner Discovery. To the, to the parent. Essentially. But the thing is, so with Warner Films, Warner Films has been doing pretty well. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Knife, put, put some auto-tune on that burp. Please. Please. Please uh, <laughs> put auto-tune on the burp. <laughs> Oh my god, that nigga, he was trying to hold that bitch in for Sheesh, a minute. I that was. was the funniest part. I it wish I could have seen this nigga's yeah. face. <laughs> but um, no, so I guess because a lot of these movies haven't been super duper successful, mm-hmm. you're gonna see a lot of like it's gonna get a little crazy. It's gonna get a little crazy. Last last week we brought up uh Ezra Miller and like um I think we were just talking about I was talking I was talking about what uh we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the Kevin shit. Uh or that that film. Mm-hmm. Um, because of their controversy, Ezra Miller's controversy right now, right, right, there's, right. There's been a lot of talk about that Flash movie, like especially from that parent company after the merger, as to like what the fuck's gonna happen with that. Mm-hmm. So I think, and the fact that whoever's in charge of DC Films currently isn't really running a tight ship. Yeah, they they we're gonna see a lot of like juggling 
going on with a lot of like you know regarding the DC thing. I can see that. So while as it stands, Lady Gaga being Harley Quinn in that Joker movie isn't a part of the DCEU, we could see that change. We could see them try to do something to where that those that version of Joker and Harley is like the main version of Joker and Harley that we see moving forward within the DCEU. Maybe they combine everything, maybe they keep everything separate. But all that said, like there's so much kind of juggling around because of that merger and like what's happening. And like now that they're trying to have everything run is like sort of its own entity and they mm-hmm. want everything to be successful. Not only want everything to be successful, but they need everything they to need, be need, right. Bro, they need everything to be successful. Mm-hmm. I think I it's possible now, if we get the musical Joker is like the main version of Joker, excuse me, I'm sorry, it wasn't as bad as Corey, but hey. Oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, if we see that be the main version of Joker, I personally wouldn't necessarily be a fan, but, um, mm. I, you know, crazy things have happened. Crazy things have happened. Yeah. When, now, one thing, before I even heard about this whole musical Joker shit, one, like, rumor that's completely unsubstantiated, I don't know if it's true or not true. Mm-hmm. But one thing I kind of heard is that maybe that version of Joker, because that, that Joker movie was set in the 70s. Yes. So they said that maybe that Joker inspires what becomes um, the actual Joker later on. Um, because of how Joker's kind of an unreliable narrator in that movie, they could they could honestly set the next Joker movie like in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And have Bruce Wayne and have it sort of connect to that uh, Batman movie we just saw. That we just saw, yeah. Yeah, and then like that version of Joker inspires the next uh, version of Joker. But uh, once again, as a as a musical, I don't know. But I I really feel like them. So I don't know. Did Warner do a Star Is Born? I think Warner is over a Star Is Born. So Warner might have saw a Star Is Born. They might have saw that they had a star in Lady Gaga. I mean. And, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for obvious <laughs> reasons, for obvious reasons. Um, so they might have said, like, you know, hey, Todd Phillips, whatever idea that you have, like, you could probably, if you could squeeze Lady Gaga into it, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out. Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips thinking about the, okay, now we have Lady Gaga possibly mm-hmm. on this film. Like, we got to make it some sort of a musical. Um, so they probably, it's it's... I don't want to say, even though I did not like the first film and I don't think we should get a sequel, I don't want to say like it's a cash grab because I don't necessarily think it's a cash grab. Mm-hmm. But I think Lady Gaga possibly being involved in them making it a musical is like them showing their hand that they're a little desperate right now. A little desperate. I don't think Batman hit a Billy. They're desperate, so they need to, they need to put. They need something that's gonna hit like a Billy. They need something that's gonna like. The Batman didn't hit a Billy. I don't think Batman hit a Billy. I mean, it damn sure got close, didn't it? It got close. Oh, I'm okay. a numbers guy. We'll look it up right now. But I don't. I don't think. I don't and Warner think... did do um, a Star Is Born. They did do yeah. a Star Is Born. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I don't. I don't think Batman hit a Billy, but I think they need. They need these these movies to like these, especially these uh, the DC movies to like mm-hmm. do crazy numbers. Because I think I think they're kind of fucked. I think they're kind of. You think fucked. they've put all their uh, too many eggs in one basket? Yeah, way too many eggs in one basket. Mm. Se- Seven hundred million. Wow, what was budget? Was it happy about two fifty? Two hundred million. Mm. Two hundred million. It's not bad. It's actually I mean, it's not, not bad. bad. They, they for sure broke even and made a profit. Yeah. I guess I'm uh, I'm assuming that they didn't make as big of a profit as they thought they were going to make. Yeah, that's that's probably the case. That's probably the even case. Even though I thought the Batman was great. I thought it was a great movie. Um, They've yeah. already announced a sequel, so they're definitely going to do a sequel. I would think the sequel would probably hit a billion. Um, I can see that. 
But yeah, so obviously with with a uh, Joker too, they need it to. They need something that's gonna that's gonna do that because I think Black Adam is gonna get close to a Billy. I don't know if Black Adam is gonna hit a Billy, but I think Black Adam is gonna get very very close to hitting a hmm. billion dollars. Okay, I, just off the strength of the Rock. So you think the merger is beneficial for DC, or do you think that like well, I mean, DC had already been under the Warner umbrella for. For decades. For, yeah, for decades. Very, very long yeah, time. Very for a very long, long time. time. But with the new merger with Discovery, how do you think this affects DC films moving forward? You, from your perspective, we ain't no goddamn niggas is working. We ain't in the boardroom. I'm but, definitely not in the boardroom. You know, if I was, I don't know if I'm in the podcast. We are the consumers that they're marketing yes, to. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. But yeah. Um, I think... I don't know. I mean, it, I'll say this, bro. There was a static movie that was announced. We had a black Superman movie that was announced. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of stuff that was announced that we don't know what's happening with it now that we had the merger. So I don't know if that's necessarily good. I'll say, though, like, with the Marvel Universe, when they figured out how to make a lot of money <laughs> and, like, how to also <laughs> make, like, really good, like, films, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. They um, they kind of stuck to that formula and were able to, to make stuff that will have you in the theater watching. So I think if we get something like that out of the DC films, because they have a lot of really, really cool characters. They, got a, they have quite a... Quite a they, I, I really think they have the best IP of the two. Bro, I'll say this. Outside of... Because so I, 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 I mean... And, I love MCU films, duh. Who yeah, doesn't? of course. But I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm an R-rated leaning guy. Yeah. You're going to get our more R-rated things with in the DC. Yeah, they have they have more concepts that that lend themselves really them. well. Yeah, yeah it's um, R-rated. Um, I'll say with the um, with with everything outside of films dc quality wise is shitting on marvel if we're talking like comic book video games mm-hmm. talking about com- like actual comic books we're talking about comic book tv shows like dc lends itself really really well to it and does it way more successfully than marvel but the films where you make a lot of the most money get a lot of the most uh, notoriety dc hasn't really been able to hit it since like dark knight you know what i mean like so i really think if we can kind of get something Something a bit more consistent and some, especially quality wise, a bit more consistent, then that's a benefit for everybody, not just the studio, but also the consumer, like us going to watch. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I also think, in terms of like them taking risks, that's a negative because, like I said, we had like Michael B. Jordan was supposed to be producing the Static Shock movie, which we haven't heard anything about. Um, there was the Black Superman <laughs> movie. We may not hear anything from Michael B. Jordan for a little while. <laughs> Yeah, look. Oh man, hey, look. he on the guy. He is on the prayer. while he's on the watch. Man, <laughs> what's well, crazy is Creed Three is coming out at the end of the year, and he directed mm-hmm. that. And he di- he's so, in starting in it, right? and starting it, and starting mm-hmm. it. But he's we're gonna hear from him. But mm-hmm. that's gonna be a real rough press tour for my nigga. <laughs> Golly, prayers. Golly, prayers up. Thoughts and prayers, prayers man. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. But but you but, know yeah. what? Speaking of um like you know comic movies, comic stuff. Yep. Um, we had a uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Thor: Love and Thunder on the docket. Yeah. Went on tickets went on sales re- just recently. Huh? Today. Okay. Today. I mean, as of recording, it went on. Yeah, which I guess we just gave up that we do batch recording. But <laughs> I was trying to. Yeah. <laughs> I was tr- My apologies. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious by now. But uh, yeah, um, tickets went on sale recently. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so Th- Thor, Love, and Thunder, my girlfriend was actually pretty surprised that they kind of going full force with the whole comedy thing. Hmm. Um, I have friends who are, or we actually have a mutual friend uh, who's a big fan of the comic books, mm-hmm. uh, the big fan of the Thor comic books, who wasn't a fan of Ragnarok because he loved, like, because Ragnarok in the comics and even, like, in the Thor mythology, like, you know, mm-hmm. going back, mm-hmm. that's, like, like, that's legit the end of the world type shit. So, like, the movie kind of making it real jovial was a little whatever to that person. And then, yeah. uh, same thing with Love and Thunder because Love and Thunder kind of brings up a really, um, it's kind of a heavy storyline, a heavier storyline, um, especially with Jane being uh, Thor. But it seems like they're going in the comedy route about it. Uh, I think before the last episode, you uh, brought up that the Thor franchise might be the MCU's best franchise. Mm-hmm. You feel like it's a, their best franchise? Man, honestly, I, for the longest, I, I think I was biased to 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 Robert Downey and Iron Man. Um because well no Iron Man wasn't the first uh MC like it, it wasn't the first standalone series in the MCU right yeah it was that oh so Iron Man was right yeah Iron Man okay. was the first standalone so that was why I, I had been so biased because I was the first one mm-hmm. Thor was actually the first like s- franchise to start after Iron Man which okay. is crazy yeah I, I in can, retrospect I can see that's that. crazy it makes sense yeah uh huh um if I had to choose my uh, a standalone series that I feel is probably been the most consistent as far as like quality films i think it would be thor probably mm. i liked ragnarok a lot i think a lot of people I, like I, ragnarok I, ragnarok um, um ragnarok kind of changed the game for yeah. the mcu because it kind of showed like oh okay we can you can kind of make a lot you can kind of make different shit within the the context of the franchise mm-hmm. and you know it still had a lot of heart to it and it put taika on the map he won an oscar literally yep. the very next year yeah so yep. it, it put him on the map um I but I yeah I I from the this is you know just me you know speaking on I mean you know way more about you know just the old, not even just the films itself but the actual fucking comics that these films are based yeah. on <laughs> yeah. I'm going from a perspective of I know minimal about the comics but a pretty good amount about the film especially since I just did my full on Marvel rewatch not yeah. that long ago um and I got a new appreciation for those Thor films. I got a new appreciation for essentially all of those films. There are a lot of films in the that I was watching in the rewatch that, you know, as I was watching it, I was looking at the reviews and I was looking at how some people were just completely shitting on these a lot of those films. Yeah. Like Mrs. like uh, what's the one? Captain Marvel Captain with Marvel. with with uh, Brie Larson? Brie Larson. When I watched them, like when I watched it the well, I didn't watch it in in real time. I watched it during my rewatch and I'm like this film wasn't as bad as people said it was. It's definitely not as bad. It's not. As I it mean, is. it's not the best. But it, I was like, damn, this got like really, really slandered when people, it was people out. Hated, and they hit a billion dollars. Yeah. That's when people were sick to their stomachs. <laughs> people were like absolutely disgusted. Um, but um, back to the back to the the Thor take. I do think that has been like consistently one of the one of the 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 better standalone series within the MCU. I do think that yeah and i've seen a lot of people say the same thing and i think ragnarok is kind of what put it over over the top okay i think that's really what it was that, because that, which one did you say did not receive that good of reviews dark world there it is dark world. the second one i think ragnarok was like okay ragnarok, we back yeah ragnarok put it on the right track okay. ragnarok put it on the we right back. track i mean i remember before ragnarok came out before they even had a director or anything like that um chris hemsworth was like really 
he was in like in a press talking about it and he was kind of like uh, he wants to show like more of his comedic chops he's like you know he saw Guardians of the Galaxy and wanted to do something closer in line with that he mm-hmm. felt like you know Thor could kind of work within the that sort of a, a sort of world yeah and he really felt like with Dark World it was too much like I mean Dark World was cool for what it was but no, if I you I didn't dislike it I didn't hate it I mean I, I thoroughly disliked it actually but uh, <laughs> see and now y'all can obviously tell when it comes to these Marvel films or just you know films even in general there will be those films that are probably more universally hated <laughs> Yeah. That I don't really hate, like Doctor Strange one. I yeah. like Doctor Strange one a lot. I like Joker, and not a lot of people like like a lot of people like Joker. But I mean, we uh, talked about it. Like a lot of people, you know, don't like Joker. Yeah, I know I a lot like of people who don't yeah. like Joker. But go ahead, yeah. keep going. So I mean, he Chris Hemsworth really wanted a um, pretty much a more jovial sort of film. Yeah, he felt like the the Thor franchise needed like a, a, a sort of in a shot in the arm. I think if you watch the first and second movies, they really lend themselves too much to the overarching universe. And then if you watch like the Iron Man series, and mm-hmm. if you watch um, the Captain America series, right, they don't lend themselves as much to it. And if they do, it's a bit more organic. With the Thor series, the first two was like, okay, we don't really need this much. Like when Hawkeye made it, I remember hearing about Hawkeye making a cameo mm-hmm. in the first one. And I was like, oh, I can't wait for this shit. This shit's about to be crazy. Right. Jeremy Renner's coming off of um, Hurt Locker at the time. So I'm like, okay, this is, we about to get some shit. And then, like, you watch it, and it's like, this nigga just is standing there, points his arrow at somebody. It's like, okay, I'll stand down. And, like, that's that's it. So I felt like, I felt like with um, Ragnarok, it definitely put the franchise in the right direction. It is interesting, though, and kind of telling that Thor is the only one that gets a fourth movie in the mm. franchise. You know what I mean? Mm. It's mm-hmm. a reason everybody else stopped at three. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, they're all pretty much stopping at three. Batista already said he's done. He already like said, like after Guardians 3, like no matter what y'all see happen to that nigga Drax, I am good. I'm good off that. I'm done. You know what I mean? Why? So why is Thor getting a fourth and not the not the others? Because the first two weren't successful. Chris Hemsworth doesn't want to leave it on a on a bad note. Exactly. So he needs to make up for one and two with exactly. Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. Exactly. Gotcha. He might even go for Thor five. And, and Jesus there. Christ! I, I could see it. I don't. You would probably would a five work? For, I haven't seen Lord Love and Thunder. So no, I for even know. for the for the grand scheme of from what you know from your knowledge of of the MCU. Would have fought, like the the comics themselves. It it could work. I okay. mean, Thor's Thor's like a staple in the comics. Um, they, like you need somebody like that type of powerful, mm-hmm. um, just on your team. And the Avengers eventually they're gonna fight. I mean, Thanos was was obviously <laughs> like probably the best, <laughs> one of the best villains in the film ever, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But definitely one of the best. It was um, cold nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, he, but he definitely care about his own daughter, nigga. <laughs> Didn't care about half the universe, bro. That's, that's a different type of nigga. Uh, man. But Thor, Thor's... Uh, you need a nigga like Thor for the type of villains they're going to be facing after Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, it's... A Thor 5 could work. A Thor 5 could work. It it, it obviously definitely depends on what they do with Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I think the characterization of Thor, like how they've kind of taken him from where he started to where he's at now... Especially in Endgame. I thought his him in Endgame was mm-hmm. like I was like this is like perfect for like I, I thought that was the best part damn near of Endgame, yeah. actually. Like him 
kind of being fat and being upset and like you know clearly he's depressed and like going through some shit um you can definitely you, there's definitely like a lot more like runway for that character um but 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 you do run the risk of overexposure ah okay it's gonna get to a point like if we're at door five and we're like watching like- it and it's like all right my nigga like we get it. Like, we on Avengers fucking five or six, and, like, this nigga's still around. It's going to be like, it's, you got to give us something. Mm-hmm. Something. We've already I can seen see every it. Ver- yeah. yeah. We've already seen every version of it. So, it could work. I'll, I'll say, um, overall, the Marvel Universe hasn't necessarily been disappointing, but they the last last few movies have been a little mid. A little mid. I like Spider-Man a lot. I like Shang-Chi a lot. Shang-Chi was, Shang-Chi was fire. That was fire. That was fire. Everything else has kind of been like, ah, right, y'all, y'all probably could have kept Strange this Strange 2, though? Strange Two was cool. Strange Two was alright. I see. I said this on another episode. It, you know, it's cool for what it was. Uh, it was alright. Morbius. <laughs> Did not see Morbius. I can't believe they put that shit back in theaters. Damn right. I almost wanted I to go see. Bro, they put it back in theaters. I was like, damn. Man, I was I really. Fin- I said the same thing. I'm like, damn. I'm like, Bro, I guess the, I might you know the funniest it. part actually about Morbius was I remember I was actually gonna go see it during its first run, and I had made a plan. Like me and the homie made plans to do it. Like, we was going to make a whole day of it. And then, like, as I'm going to the homie's house, to, like, you know, to get ready to go see it, they fucking, um, Tyrese had said that shit. He had sent that post of that shit with Martin Scorsese saying, like, oh, yeah, this is cinema talking about Morbius, talking, mm-hmm. thinking it was real. And I was like. And you was already like, eh. I was like, bro, this, what, what the fuck is going on, bro? This nigga think this shit is real. I almost don't even want to go support the movie. Yeah. Because, like, just how dumb this nigga is, but. I, I wish actually I would have saw it on the second run. I, I didn't know it was back in theaters until it was like already mm-hmm. damn near out. It might still be in theaters. I think it's it? still in theaters right now to, uh, for I, a little I mean, bit. I might go see it just because. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's more of in time. Uh, well, hey, as, as the kids are saying on the internet. Is that what they're saying? That's why that's why they brought it back. You didn't see Jared Leto with a fake Morbius 2 script and it says it's more in time? No. Jesus Bruh, Christ, I'm glad I didn't. Did you see the uh, the the change.org petition? Yeah. Like put it put it back in theaters. We was busy that weekend. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. So are are niggas saying that Morbius is actually good after all? No, no, they're not. I think it's oh, like okay. a, a Morbius is gonna be like a cult classic. I could I could one hundred million. I think Morbius is gonna be like a that. cult classic. People are gonna be like like it's like a bad movie, but people are gonna be like, oh yeah, we like this movie just cause. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't even know if there's any redeem redeemable yeah. like qualities of it. I'll have to see it at some point. I'm still mad that fucking Venom and, and Carnage were not rated R, but that was totally different conversation. That is, that is totally that different is. conversation. But um, Segway Jesus, what we what what, what, what we got next? Yeah, what we got see, next on see. the docket? I think. I think, I think we had. On the topic, on the topic of, of sequels or movies, rather, yeah, sequels or movies, we have Knives Out as a sequel. What Glass is it called? Onion. Glass Onion. Do we have any any more details about Glass Onion yet? About nah, Knives Out? I think too? it takes place in like Greece. Okay, that's about it. Uh, the only, I guess, information we totally have, separate from Knives Out. Are they? I mean, uh, so it's still the same detective, still the same. Daniel um, Craig's back. Yeah, Daniel Craig's back. Okay. Um, I forget like the name of the detective, but um, he's Chris back. Bummer, he's just solving a do uh, a new uh, crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Johnson was talking about. Uh, he based it off like uh, the Agatha Christie books, books I've never read, but they're like mystery books. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he said how you had like it was like the same detective, but the 
the books. He's like, they're like spy. Some of them are like spy thrillers. Some of them are like, they're hunting down like a serial killer. Like it's, they're all different mysteries and like different types of mysteries, mm-hmm. but it's all like one detective solving each case. Each one of them. So that's, I would think this one's going to be a departure from what Knives Out was. Okay. But in a way to where it is, in a way to where it's like, you know, still very much so entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to get something like wholly different. Netflix put out a lot of fucking money for these movies. Uh, uh, Netflix is behind Knives Out 2, Glass Onion? Bro, they bought the rights to Knives Out 2 and Knives Out 3. Wow. And the only two the only two conditions for it um, was they, they had to bring Daniel Craig back for, all, for both of them. And they have to have at least the same budget as the first Knives Out, which... Let's look at that budget. It might Let's have like look at the budgets. We got the numbers guy here. Yeah, it might have been like a hundred mil. If we had to guess, I would say Knives Out budget was. I would say uh, nah, about not eighty mil. mil. Yeah, I would probably say eighty mil. Eighty mil. Sixty to eighty mil. That's safe. Yeah, sixty to eighty mil. We're gonna fuck around and see fifty. Oh wow, forty. I just said fifty. We're gonna yeah, fuck around. Yeah. He said forty. Forty, and it made three hundred worldwide. Wow, that's a that's a wow. Yeah, was it R rated? I think so. I think so. It had to be. Absolutely. Yeah, it had to be with uh. Yeah, it was hundred percent R rated. Yeah, it had to be R rated. Like making that much. Because yeah. if it wasn't R rated, it would have made like. I think when significantly more than like, mm-hmm. more than that. I believe it was R. Yeah, yeah, I think it was already. Yeah, had to be. But niggas getting stabbed in that bitch, right? Yeah, somebody yeah, died. Yeah. A few people. I yeah, mean, the whole reason. Yeah, the yeah that's the point of the chick is <laughs> somebody was dead. Now uh, I have to go watch it. Yeah, but um, yeah. So they paid a hell of money for it, bro. They, okay. they got a lot of motherfucking money invested in it. I I'm excited for the shit. I, Ryan Johnson is actually one of my favorite directors. Easily, easily okay. since uh, Brick. Love Brick. Love Looper. Love Last Jedi. I've talked about that mm-hmm. plenty of times. Um, obviously, love Knives Out because we're talking about it now. Loved uh, the episode of Breaking Bad he did. Mm. I think he did a couple <laughs> episodes of it, but he did Ozzy Mendias, which was like. Which is a fucking episode of television. Ozzy Mandias. Fire. Ozzy Mandias? Not Ozzy Mandias. Mm. Yeah, Ozzy Mandias. Ozzy Mandias is some nigga that sells drugs. That's dead. Yeah. yeah, on God, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that episode was fucking nuts. Fire Now episode, you're going to make me bro. go back and re, 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 re-appreciate Breaking Bad and watch it from the start. Man, <laughs> I, I love Ryan Johnson. He's a great director, mm-hmm. so I'm actually really excited for, um, for Glass, Glass Onion, Onion, a Knives Out mystery. I love um, it. I'm with it. Which is going to be in theaters, too. Yeah, Netflix I do know said, that. Yeah, Netflix uh, announced this year that they're going to start doing... Um, theatrical get releases? All, yeah, all their movies are going to get like a nice little the- theatrical run. Good. Oh, they should have been doing. They should have been doing this for a very, very long time. I thought they started doing this with like Mudbound. They they started doing it with some of their movies, but not all of them. Now, like more because they had to because them and Prime started to do it so they could start getting more more recognition more, from the cat more money nigga. and like, more they, money. They, they get some money, bro. Like, yeah, I, I'm confused. The I business mean, model. If we how many times we didn't say that we we gonna end up Netflix going to send us a fucking letter. We keep <laughs> like, shitting on nigga. Cease model. and desist. Don't yeah, y'all even niggas, stop talking about right. us. <laughs> Nick, don't y'all ain't even customers in this bitch no more. We, we disconnected. Your, we deactivated your accounts. <laughs> Cause dog. Cause the the business model wasn't business modeling. But bro, anywho, bro, that, they got a fucking cast on that new Knives Out. Yeah, who who who? Daniel Craig and who else? 
Daniel Craig. They got Batista as well, actually. Batista, um, okay. Janelle Monet is in it. Uh, I think Edward Norton is in it. Nice little ensemble so far. I like these first three yeah, names. Yeah, let me get... Uh, hold on. Let me get you the... The what's it called? Knives Out. They, they put cast too. It's a fucking cast, though. Um, Ethan Hawke is in it. Oh, my man, Ethan Hawke. He's got something coming up soon. The Black Phone, June 24th. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. I think Jada Pinkett's in it. Okay. Kate Hudson's in it. Catherine Hahn. Leslie Odom? Leslie Odom Jr. Wow. They got a fucking cast. They've got a, they've got quite the cast. Yeah. Kate Hudson, Leslie Odom Jr., Janelle Monet, Jada Pinkett Smith, um, Daniel Craig. Daniel I mean, Craig, great acting. Ethan Hawke. He's about to fucking give from what I've heard and from what I've read a career defining role in the Black Phone. So people I'm excited. People, I am so excited. Yeah, people have been talking about it. So I'm, hey, look, and he's been having a good year. He's, he's actually one of the better parts of Moon Knight. Mm. So yeah, shout out to Ethan Hawke, bro. Shout out to Ethan Hawke, bro. I'm I'm really excited for that. I'm really yeah. excited for that. But but talking about cast, don't know if you heard about the new Ben Affleck movie. I have not. Let's please please inform me on what Benny is doing in Hollywood. What so, is going on, bro? And and mind you, this shit's already started filming. Damn. Yeah. Ben Affleck started, wasting no fucking no time. time. So he's reuniting with Matt Damon. On okay. A film. Okay. About Nike signing Michael Jordan. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's acting in the film as well. Because, of course. Because, of course. Who is he, Phil Knight? No. Matt okay. Damon is. Who is Ben Affleck? Is he Tinker? Ben Affleck is... No, he's not Tinker. He's not Tinker. He's he like had... some marketing nigga. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's some marketing Is he the nigga. motherfucker who also was like... Uh, what pushed is was he helping to brand Jordan early yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Got it. Oh, okay. Well, this this sounds like something that I'm that I'm gonna be wholly interested in seeing. Uh, the 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 fucking. Oh, I lied. Ben Affleck is Phil Knight. Who's Matt Damon? Matt Damon is Sonny Vaccaro. He's ah. like a he's a sneaker salesman. Okay. Who decides, I guess, to pursue Michael pursue Michael Jordan. There it is. Okay, so Ben Affleck is is creating a or he him and Matt Damon are coming out with a film about Nike signing MJ. And who else is in this film? We have Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Who is Jason? Do, do we know who Jason Bateman's playing? Yeah, or just he's ha- playing Rob Strasser, okay. a longtime Nike executive. Okay, who's pretty much uh, Matt Damon's boss in a movie. Okay, we have. Viola Davis. Hey, here we go. As Michael Jordan's mother. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I like where this is going. Who else? Who else? What's? Give me through. Throw some other names. Please give me another one that I, that I'm excited to hear about. Chris Tucker as Howard White. The wow. College, <laughs> the college basketball player who uh, he's a junior executive at, at Nike at the time. Okay. Marlon Wayans. Who's Marlon? Goddamn! So, so we got and just that quickly, you went from Viola's <laughs> ass to from Viola's ass to goddamn uh, Chris Tucker to Marlon Wayans. Okay, who is Marlon playing? Marlon is playing a coach who pretty much he was he was like the one who introduced uh, Nike to the idea of signing Michael Jordan. Okay. Okay. Then you have I uh, have a few other actors whose names actually I don't necessarily recognize. Uh huh. We got Messina. 
I don't know who what Messina is. Chris Messina. Okay. From Sharp Objects. Oh, okay. Yeah, playing. I want to say his agent. Yeah, Michael Jordan's agent. Uh, you got what's this nigga's name? Tom Papa from Beyond the Con- Behind the Candelabra. Behind. Wow, that's a movie I haven't seen in a yeah, very, very long time. That was an time. HBO movie too, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah that was, came out a while ago. Uh, playing a former Portland Trailblazers exec. Who selected Sam Bowie ahead of... Oh, what a fucking idiot. Um, But... (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah. Okay. And we have Julius Tennant from the Simone Biles story. That name sounds familiar. Julius Tennant. Ain't that that Viola Davis' husband? Is it? Is it? It sounds like it. Hey, if it is, shout out to to Viola Davis for getting her, her husband some work. It is her husband. I thought so. Wow. That name sounded fucking familiar. Wow. She got that nigga in a Ben Affleck movie. That's that's actually pretty. Or is is Viola Davis's is are there is their production company involved with it at all? Because I know that usually is like a also a requirement of hers now. Whenever she signs on to films, hers her production company also has to get a we'll get a see, percentage. Actually. I see that they run the uh, the production company together mm-hmm. i don't may not it, it doesn't look like it okay it doesn't it look like not. it we might see like when we like when the movie actually comes out you might see like the the logo mm-hmm. um but it doesn't it doesn't look like it okay i'll be honest bro when i seen this cast i was like first off i seen the thing where who was like, playing michael fucking jordan i have no idea the, the man said, yeah they haven't even said <laughs> they haven't even said <laughs> Who's, who's playing Michael Jordan? Okay, well, I, I don't even know who could play Michael Jordan. I don't know how. It doesn't seem like Michael Jordan's gonna have the biggest role in his in, in this, this film. Movie. Wow. Like, not saying not saying he's not gonna. He's obviously gonna be a focal point of the movie, but it seems like it's, they're gonna talk about um, everything, the, the that, parts that were happening around. Yeah, Michael Jordan. versus like actually, like I don't think we're gonna see Michael Jordan. So just everything that helped to turn go take Michael Jordan from just being. This superstar athlete to a brand. That's what we're going to probably think, be seeing. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I'm locked in then. I mean, I love a, I love a good origin story. Even though we know the origin story of we, we Nike know, and Michael Jordan, we, we quite know literally know this well. shit from fucking top to bottom. Literally. But um, I'm excited. I'm I'm usually I love to be locked in on on films where. Viola Davis is involved in them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, a film about, you know, something that happened before you and I were alive, but we were alive during its impact. We were... It's this <laughs> major impact. And, I mean, and we're still feeling the impact every single time niggas Absolutely. try to buy sneakers around his bitch. So, um... And you know they're just going to release, like, some type of a J along with Of course. It. There's going to be... Of course. Of which, course. I mean, it's, it's genius marketing. It's genius marketing. I'm 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 actually pretty excited for it. I, I've always loved Ben Affleck's directing, mm-hmm. uh, more so than his like than his acting. acting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> we can we can get into that. But uh, I, I'm really actually excited for it, and I'm um I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, you know I'm I mean? locked um, in. I hope it's a good. Are, movie, you though. said they're currently filming for it already. They huh? started filming like on Monday or something like that. Damn. That's why we got like this. Like whole, today. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I think so. Yeah, I think they started. That's Since you didn't already gave the fucking episode away. Yeah, right, right. 
I think, I think, um, excuse me, sorry. I think they started filming today. Um, they didn't have like a, a release. Okay, so no projected release. Yeah, no projected shit. release. So just would, principal I photography. Mean, okay, well, hey, I'm, I'm, well, of course, as as this story starts to unfold, or as you know, more details comes out about this film, you know where to get your news, and that's here. Absolutely. On NW, kind of, because yeah. we get the news from wherever we yeah, find it. Yeah, I mean, it. it's, it's just like we we saving you the read. That that's that's all it is. We giving you we giving you the the, the spark notes. I I, um, I think it might come out this year though. Okay, I could, it's what June. It's June now. This doesn't seem like a two. Filming usually takes what for a f- a film about, like this. Right. It's an Amazon movie, so they're gonna throw all the money at it. It's going to need some reshoots, but it's not going to... I think that's longer than probably... It's probably going to be like two months max. I would say two months oh, max. Oh, it's an Amazon film, too. Ooh. Yeah, I think I think they can get You know, Prime out. is Prime is good. Well, Amazon is good for... Like, I've, I've noticed over the years since about 2014, when did Amazon really start to get into the TV business? That was right around after Netflix, and I want to say that was 2014 or 2015. Something um, I, like that. I it might think, have been a little earlier than that. Was it? Something like that. Because I think Amazon's first big show was Transparent, and I think that was 2014. Oh, yeah. Um, but since then, you know, they've had misses, too, as all. They've had as, a lot of fucking misses. All, but their films, like, they have, a, they have a, a good amount. They have a good film library of their films, not the films that they're just fucking paying the rights to, to Yeah, but they also have a good... Um, they also have a good like um, what's it called uh, licensing library. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think they have a really good licensing library. They also got the James Brown, uh, the MGM contract, so they got all the James Bond movies. They do. That's right. Because I saw it when I was scrolling on um when I was scrolling on Prime a few days ago. All I saw, I saw all of them. Crazy. What? Which is crazy because even when I was on, I remember a few months ago. This is right before um, No Time to Die came out. Um, Pluto had an entire James Bond uh, channel, and they were just playing. They were just running them bitches. They were just running them for twenty four hours. Crazy to me. So I love it though. I can. I've I've done it. I've sat through the majority of those Bond films, um, and I still do need to watch my man Daniel Craig and his final Bond role. You still haven't seen that one? No, man. Don't look. Don't judge me. Oh, don't judge me. That was actually a pretty cool film. I'm excited to still that watch was actually it. A pretty cool Skyfall, film. I loved it. I think Skyfall of all of amazing. That's probably the best, that's the best one. one. That might be that's, the best. That one, That might bro. be the best Bond film. Skyfall, bro. You don't. You you can't beat that shit. That that was like a genuinely good film. Shout out to Javier Bardem too. Mm-hmm. I was watching his like um you know on GQ they do like they break down their iconic characters yeah. or whatever. He was breaking down his character. And when he was talking about that one, I was like, wow, bro, that you were fucking fire. Yeah, it was. Movie, no, uh, uh, Skyfall was amazing. Uh, the song, t- you know. I, I, oh, the song, the song was crazy, was great. too. That's one thing Bond never does wrong is the music. They never miss on the music. <laughs> they've never missed on, and in any Bond film, they've quite literally never missed on the music. That's 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 the... That's the icon. That's what makes it even more of an icon, like I mean, an iconic film. Bro, like with the James music. Bond movie, they have like the little, um, the beginning part where he turns and mm-hmm. shoots the gun. They got him talking about shaking, not stirred. He's got to say Bond, uh, Bond, Bond, James Bond, James Bond. And, <laughs> and they got to have a fire ass fucking song. Got to have fire, and he has a and and best believe Jimmy Bond has a fucking suit on in any one of those Woo! films. He has a suit on. A they didn't su- know Mega Watch. 
and an Omega watch. He has a suit on and he is whipping ass in that suit. Doesn't even get the stain on it. Um, Ever, but which is crazy. <laughs> oh, Daniel Craig got stains on his shit. That sounds the right. other niggas didn't get the stain uh, on Pierce his Brosnan shit. and 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 and. I mean, there's Sean Connery, Sean Connery. Timothy Dalton. Um, Sean Connery's OG, OG, OG. Yeah, uh, Timothy Dalton. Who's the other nigga? That Pierce Brosnan, Timothy Dalton, Sean Connery, Daniel Craig. Damn, it is one more. It's like two more. There's one nigga that played it for like one movie. Just one, yeah, just yeah, one and then film. there's one dude that was like, he played Bond until he's like 50-something. It was like, okay, you should have quit a while ago. Shit. I forget this nigga's Niggas, name. Niggas, we got Google right there. Yeah, I guess we can Google him. But, um... I am um, overall excited for. <laughs> I'm excited to see how how Amazon rolls out this this uh, MJ origin story or Nike slash MJ origin story. Um, and uh, as you said, it could very well be out. It could be one of those films that they're pushing during the war season. I can see that. I can see one. Of, I can see it being one of those films. Hundred um, percent. Speaking of films or or film studios rather distribution studios. Who love to push great music, great, great music, great, music. great films, but <laughs> at the at the at the helm of one of their most recent deals is a music artist known yeah. as Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Give niggas a little detail on what the fuck is this A twenty four deal that that Frank in in A twenty four. <laughs> what, uh, yeah, what 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 is the yeah get what is what is the deal in general like is it kind of like the Travis Scott deal? I Similar? don't know because uh, like, David Dean just reminded me, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't know Travis Scott still had a deal with a twenty four. He did. So I'll say Travis Scott's deal seemed like it was a series of films. Okay, so it's like a couple different movies. I don't know. I, obviously, nobody knows what the fuck's happening with that. Mm-hmm. If it's still happening, um, I would think it probably is still happening um but i i don't know any other details about that i will say with the frank ocean one the frank ocean one seems like they had like frank ocean had an idea for a movie mm-hmm. they're developing a movie from like uh so okay let me back up a bit yeah yeah take your time a, yeah a24 has a um it's like a it's not even their company but it's like a company called 2am mm-hmm. that de- helps them develop movies like they'll write the movies mm-hmm. they'll like you know Green light the stuff, and then they'll go to A24 for distribution. Um, so Frank Ocean has been developing this movie with uh, 2 a.m. Internally, it's called Philly. The actual okay. title of it, we don't know. Um, I guess he's been writing it. He's planning to direct it. And they're looking to shoot before the end of the year. Oh, wow. Maybe this the top is of the year. This it's, is it's in- supposedly happening. Because, you know, oh, we've okay. heard about a lot of movies that... Oh, it's gonna shoot X, Y, Z. Even movies that's like, okay, it's gonna shoot like next week, and like, it don't happen. So, true. We'll see. But it seems like this is a go. Um, there's nothing known about the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Frank Ocean did once say that he was writing like a book or a story or something like that about two brothers, but didn't necessarily elaborate. Um, so we'll see. I'll say though, um, Tyler the Creator is somebody who I've always wanted to see direct a film because mm-hmm. Tyler the Creator is like music videos and like his eyes, his eye for like um, creativity and like yeah. storytelling and a lot of shit that he does is like I think crazy. So I'm I'm excited to see what Frank Ocean might have for us, um, but we we don't, we don't really know. I I so okay. Let me ask you, what do you? 
haven't seen because he directed Endless. Remember yes. when he did yep. that visual? Mm-hmm. That whole thing he directed. Yeah. And obviously we listen to Frank Ocean's albums. Um, we know like how his like ear for storytelling and like even seen his videos. What um in your mind, like what would be like a cool what would be like the best case scenario for like this movie? Like what what concept or like what would you like to see Frank Ocean tackle? Um I really think it would be great for us to see how he see his life put into like like use things that he do oh, oh. <laughs> uh things that he you know has gone through in his life uh, you okay. know um I think it would be good to see that dramatized in in whatever film so like a, a yeah. biopic almost. so like even if it's not like an like a like a direct biopic of his life if it's loosely based on it if it's something that you know is is inspired by true events inspired by things that he might have gone through or has you know is currently going through whatever um i think that'd be a good case i mean uh, the best case scenario for frank i think that frank is is an interesting storyteller in his music yes. i think he's a uh he has a a vast imagination i mean i've listened to frank ocean since 2010 um his 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 music is has only become more more uh uh appealing mainstream wise but he's never really lost the like the true artistic quality of his music his music has always stayed pretty like over the years from 2010 2011 to now what was his most recent album was that blind it was 2016 yeah you know he's come out with with you know like loose singles since then but he still stayed pretty true to his sound and his overall vision as an artist so it yeah. would be very very um interesting to see that in some ways uh, depicted in this film for him inspired by his life in some way even if you know the person in the film or the actor whoever whatever the film we don't know the premise just yet um but I think that would be uh, probably the best case scenario. I would love to see Frank Ocean's life acted out in in, in a way okay. on, on screen, I'll even if it fun. you know if it's inspired by his life, but it's not necessarily about him. I I'll take that too. Okay, I'll take that. I love that. But um, you know he has a very colorful imagination. He does. I would love just to just to just a twenty four is great for that. They <laughs> I am. A member of the A24 oh Club. So I'm on their close friends group. Shout out to my close friends out there with the A. Hey, shout out y'all. Shout out A24. Shout out all of us and the close friends. But I, I love how, you know, they, they do give musicians a chance to make films. And, and, and I think and, that's and dope. I think that's, that's really that's dope. dope. It's like for, for um, a smaller, like, independent studio. Mm-hmm. Still very, still very yeah, independent. Yeah, like, you gotta, I mean, even though they're well-known. They're very um, well-known, too. Yeah. You gotta take risks. I feel yeah. like, like as, as a studio like that, like, that's the whole point of you being in existence. Yep. And, like, the, the Frank Ocean directing his first movie and it's, like, for a studio like this, that's, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big I think that risk. I think that it's very on-brand for him. I oh, think definitely on-brand for yeah. Definitely yeah. on brand for without, without a doubt. So I would not be surprised if we start to just see A24 just giving other artists an opportunity to um, express themselves um, via film on, on the silver screen. I can't wait. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always locked in for, an, uh, for a musician telling a story in film form because they do that a lot in their music videos. So I would love to see it in, in an hour or two hours yeah. on a big screen. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah. I'll say this. Uh, uh-huh. My, I think my best case scenario, something along the lines of like Romeo and Juliet, like a Ooh, love story. I love that. 
That's a great love idea. story, but like a tragic love story. I think Frank Ocean. Would oh, do that really, would be yeah, that would be yeah, great. I think I would Frank Ocean that. would do like a really and, and you know it could still be like some sort of a biopic, mm-hmm. or it could be something completely fictional that just takes aspects of maybe his life or somebody's life who knows. But I think that would be like best case scenario. For that like would Frank be Ocean. fire. Right I think there. I think it would do that. Would, he would be fire. Fucking kill that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would actually be really excited. To that, see that would be really fire, actually. Yeah, like a Romeo and Juliet story that's still kind of based on his life in a sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm, like it's, it feels. I love it. That's a you be giving niggas these ideas, Frank Ocean. Uh, if you're listening, niggas need in on those production man, credits, nigga. It gets it gets so irritating. That's crazy. It, it's always right after I say the shit that I'm like, why why didn't I just write that down? You know what I mean? That's that's because that's somebody. That's quite that'd the con- be, yeah, that's quite that, the concept it would, it right would there. Be dope, right? Frank Ocean directing that. I, I'd be actually very excited to see that because I think I think uh, Frank Ocean would fucking kill that. I do too. Um, damn. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. And with a twenty four, so the cool thing about a twenty four is like as long as you keep it under budget, you're you're in like a, um, it's 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 not as big of a risk as you think. So like say. Mm-hmm. Like Frank Ocean is a first time director. He's also writing the script. They keep yeah. the budget under like, I mean, I think ten million is a lot. <laughs> I think ten million is probably too much. But if they keep the budget like ten million and under. Mm-hmm. As the, a movie like that, because Frank Ocean directed it, and it's Frank Ocean's first movie. Off the hype alone, I think it's gonna make it like it's gonna double. Oh the budget. man, I think absolutely! It's gonna make twenty million. You think at, at, you, off the hype alone, and I think you, it's gonna um, go further than that. You think his film? You think? Do you think with this movie we get a new album? Add a little music to our talk. You know, I love mm, music. I don't know. I wouldn't be against it, but but you got to. Or think. he just, or he just, you know, has a whole soundtrack that just played throughout the film. Yeah, I would think maybe he curates a soundtrack, or you get somebody trusted to do it. Because you got to think, bro, directing a movie, writing a movie, and then you're about to write all original music for it like that's that's a lot not saying frank can't do it i mean but that's prince you know i mean i I talk a lot of shit about prince but like that that's we're talking about (laughs) prince right now and not saying frank ocean isn't like a great artist absolutely but frank ocean ain't prince (laughs) like i mean just just being a thousand percent real thousand percent real so not saying it isn't possible but i would i'd be surprised if frank tries to do that like that's that i would ask that's a that's a lot that's a, of fucking that's asking work. a lot huh that's asking a I think he, lot i think i think and i know you're not saying that frank can't do it but i think he would would probably do a fine job at it i, do. I mean i i don't yeah he probably would he probably would but and i say that say because when you think about like i like i just used prince for an example Things have changed from whenever he, you know, was directing, yeah, directed those films and, you know, uh, fucking wrote the music to go along with it. Frank do something like that. I think he just has more, um, more recesses at his, at his, at his, you know, like he can, he has more people. He has more tools that probably Prince even had in the 80s. Oh, I mean, not probably, 100,000%. <laughs> so I do think that now, you know, if he were to, you know, of course, be writing the film like we already know, directing it, and he, you know, pins original music for the film too, don't sound like a feat that Frank can't do. Sounds like something that is much more doable than it was in the 80s and 90s for those artists. I think logistic-wise, it's very possible. Yeah. 
Like logistically, like is, is more than doable. Obviously, this movie, regardless of whether it films at the end of the year, whether it films like next year, mm-hmm. we don't know when it's coming out. At and all, like they can easily. Maybe I mean, 10 we, years from now. Who I knows? mean, Top Gun was filmed in like 2019. Yes, you know what I mean. Like the director has another movie coming out on Netflix, or it might have <laughs> already came out. So you know that that <laughs> nigga has like two movies that's coming out this year. So logistically, it's possible. I'm just talking about like creatively, unless it's going to be a musical, or I, I'm just talking about like creatively. Just the thought of somebody writing a movie, directing a movie producing a movie in some sense whether or not he's like named as a producer or not Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna write an album that write all the original but but you know what i will i do agree with your point um if prince could do it in the 80s where it must have been significantly harder and prince acted in that movie i don't know it doesn't seem like frank ocean is acting in this movie oh Um, i don't think so yeah i don't think frank ocean is acting in this movie it might be easier to get done now than it would have sure. been back then. For sure. But, like, I, I I mean, I'm almost, you know what I mean? I'm always of the mindset of I want to see the best film possible. Yes. So, and I think the best film possible, if it means he doesn't do any music for it, I, that's, I'd kind of rather see that. You know what I mean? I'd kind of okay. rather, kinda rather see he just directs, directs it. Find somebody else to do all the music. He knows enough musicians. It, I mean, too. You know, so <laughs> yeah. somebody else could, like, do the music, handle the music, yep. and, like, you know, it's still, like, decent. But um, we'll see, though. Because, like, you know, obviously I've been wrong about things before, and I'll happily admit that I'm wrong. I don't want to, like, say, like, oh, yeah, Frank shouldn't do the shit. And then, like, a year from now, we see the movie, and, like, Frank did the whole soundtrack, and it's like, wow, this is the Jeez. greatest soundtrack to the <laughs> right. time type shit. So <laughs> we'll fucking see, bro. We'll fucking see. I'm so excited though. I'll say that much. You said who else has? You said that the um, the director of uh, Maverick has another film coming out on Netflix mm-hmm. if it hasn't already. Something else that's coming back to Netflix. <laughs> you know, we talk about those shows and those networks and streaming services or whatever that are essentially keeping the lights on in that bitch, like Motel Six. Like how Fifty is literally keeping the lights on at Stars, or he's Bruh. he's a fucking he's. He ain't doing it by himself. He about seventy percent. Man, <laughs> I don't. What else is on stars that would be P Valley now? But oh, that's not a fifty cent show. Okay, okay, not a 50 yeah, cent show. Yeah, okay. Um, but outside of that, that nigga there is the fucking. His shows are the faces of stars. I, mean, I think he's even in. I think BMF is actually one of fifty cent shows 50 cent too. Show. That's a fifty cent show. It's just not in the power universe, yeah. but it's a fifty show. So this nigga's had power. Then after Power, he has Ghost. So he's like, oh, then he had, what, the, Force? Then he had, after Ghost was Raising oh, Kanan. Yeah, Kanan. After then Kanan it was Force. Force. And then, but during the during the Kanan one, at the same time as the Kanan yeah, one, BMF. BMF was on. So that nigga's keeping, keeping the lights the on. Lights on. Keeping but the someone on. else keeping the lights on at a major network, or at a major streaming service, rather, um, or, or a show that made such an imprint or such an impact on pop culture in such a short amount of time, I think the majority of their subscribers at Netflix are going to come right back once. Season two of Squid Game. <laughs> Hits the DSP whenever the fuck that happens. So How do you feel about that? I'm excited for that, bro. I'm yeah? actually really excited for that. First one was so crazy. First season the first was one was crazy, but there was like a lot of little shit in the first season that was like, okay, there's there's like a bigger Yeah, I, do. Of, I remember you saying that on the... Like that... 
So I, you know me, I'm real big into um. I, I like when shows kind of have like a crazy like mythology mm-hmm. about it. Like when you watch a show and you're like, okay, you guys can take this in a completely different direction for like the next season. Like you guys can expand on this. Mm-hmm. Like what we got for this was just like a little teaser. Yeah, and like you guys can kind of take it in a com- crazy direction next time around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really felt like at the end of Squid Game, it was like you got. There's got to be a second season. I just felt like. Even though hundred percent, even though the first season 100%. ended in a way to where it's like if you guys never come back, it, you know, it was it was a good end. You know what I mean? Good beginning to end. I was like, you guys got to come back for a second season. Like just like me as a viewer, I'm like I'm excited for uh, whatever you guys come with next. So I'm I'm happy that they announced it. Um, I think them announcing it now means that we're probably like maybe max two years away from it. I would think it probably comes back within a year. Hmm. Um. But I mean, I'm I'm super excited for it. It'd be funny as hell if Netflix released a whole you know teaser for Stranger not for Stranger Things, uh, for Squid Game uh, season two, and that bitch is back like end of the year. <laughs> that would be nuts. I don't, I don't think I'd, I'd be like that's a little weird. <laughs> like we were just teasing you niggas. Y'all thought we weren't prepared over here. Yeah, that's 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 crazy for y'all to have it in the chamber like that. Just in the in the cut like just that. Just waiting, just waiting. I'm just waiting on niggas. That'd be that'd be a little scary though, because it'd be like ah uh, y'all niggas. I feel like them announcing it now and like maybe waiting a year or so gives them like a lot of time to promote it and it gives a lot of time for people to like watch it. I could see a year. And um and it also gives them when they're getting like going doing the awards and shit, you know what I mean? Like it'll give them more hype because everybody's like, oh, okay, like they're the nominated, they're winning shit. So it's like we can't wait for like the next season. Mm-hmm. I also kind of think that they announced the second season right now and we're probably a little ways out uh, out from it because uh the Emmys are coming up and they can't they can't go on that limited series. What's it called? They got to kind of say, like, okay, mm-hmm. we're definitely, most certainly coming back for a uh, uh, second season. Season two. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they want to get in that drama category. Uh, or they have to get in that drama category. Have to get in the drama category. Because it was probably going to get spoiled that they were definitely coming back for a season two soon. I thought that we that season two was already confirmed a long time ago. That's what was crazy. Like when I saw the the uh, the art for it, or when I saw uh, Netflix, or was it Netflix that tweeted it that I was following? Whomever uh, I saw, Netflix tweeted it, and the actual creator tweeted it. Okay, I think it was like a calculated thing. Everybody tweeted. At the same Everybody time. tweeted at the same time. Got it. Uh, but the moment I saw the official artwork for it, I'm like, I thought this shit it was already confirmed. Honestly, I thought when I saw the official artwork, it was just saying that. Um, like I, I, re- I, I kid you not. I thought that it was like attached with a trait, like a trailer was a part of. It. And I'm like, oh, the trailer for season two is out. Nah. But it was just confirming that season yeah, two is coming. I'm like, oh like shit! They just want to start building up the hype. Building up the hype. I'm with it. I mean, it, t- bro. Look, I mean, I as you could probably tell from um, us being on the show, I, I love, um, I love the way some shows like market stuff or like some movies mm-hmm. market stuff. Like I, I'm, I'm real big on good marketing. Like, I hate when I see something good and it was marketed terribly, mm-hmm. but, like, not marketed well. Like, Zola. I thought Zola was really good, but it just wasn't marketed well. Like, mm. they kind of relied a little bit too much on the word of the mouth at a time when, like, nobody was really going to the theaters. Um, But I feel like with Squid Game, we're going to kind of see the Netflix, the Netflix machine going crazy. Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, Stranger Things is ending. Ozark is ending. Yeah, it was Ozark, but Ozark has ended. It's ended. It's mm-hmm. ended. They don't really have, in terms of TV shows, they don't really have any TV shows that's like, okay, you gotta... Like big. Yeah. Squid Games is it. Squid Game is it. 
Well, Bridgerton. Oh yeah, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Um, is fucking uh, what's the one with I think uh, shit it was like Princess Diana and what the hell was the name of that show? Crown. The Crown. Yeah, is that over? Like, I don't know. I know you, there's another. Uh, I don't. I don't watch the Crown. But I'm just saying those yeah, are two yeah. other big shows. Uh, for the for their platform, but Squid Game Two for sure is gonna come in and shatter shit because Squid Game One shattered every single record Netflix had. I think it did like in the 28 days after its premiere, it had already become the number one number one most watched Netflix show ever. I think it did like a total of 1.7 billion hours streamed. It deserved it though. That's insane. It's insane, but it deserved it. <laughs> See, because bro, so Squid Games. It wasn't even on my radar. Like, I didn't, mm-hmm. before it came out, I didn't hear nobody talking about it. Like, I saw the thing on Netflix, but that was like when I was really, when I really noticed, like, okay, I'm not like on Netflix that much. That was when I was really like, okay, I'm definitely tuned out of Netflix more mm-hmm. so than I've ever been oh, in my life. Oh, 100%. But I would see people talking about the show, like, online, and then, like, some of the homies would hit me up and talk about it. And I'm like, I'm like, what do, you, what, do you, what do y'all mean? Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, this just sound weird. And then, like, when you watch the first episode, you're automatically hooked. Like by the time I agree, you, I was locked in after yeah. episode one. Once you get to the end of that first episode, you're like, okay, I gotta watch. Got to finish the rest of it. And really, the, after the second episode, I think it was the second episode where they ended it was like they, it was like okay, the Squid Game is like over mm-hmm. or whatever. Excuse me. This nigga I, drinking an IP IPA right now. Man, I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looked tough, and yeah, it's room. This nigga, this thing has a room temperature beer, ladies and gentlemen. Man, Jesus it's, it's Christ! Tough, tough. <laughs> the, things I, the things I do for the pod, things Sheesh. I do for the pod. But no, like once you get once you get past that um, that episode where it looks like it's over, it's like mm-hmm. one of the first two episodes. It's really like okay, you gotta kind of watch it through. Gotta kind of like you have to. Yeah. So I can understand why it did the numbers that it did, and I can understand why it's come back for a second season. I will say though, with Netflix, I hope they do right by it. I hope they do too. Netflix is just distributing it though, right? Like, that's really they, what they do. They don't uh, really have any, they're not, like... I mean, well, so, they're this, they're distributing it, but they also, like, are the, you know, producers. You know what I mean? Like, they mm-hmm. pro- they produce the they're show. The like they help, they, they made it, yeah. Um, but they typically, as we've seen, for better or worse, uh, they don't have a very heavy hand when it comes to, like, um, how their stuff comes out. Yeah. They, at most, they're just like, okay, just put it out. Like okay, um, but it's never a. Um, they're not. They're not really, really big on like okay. It needs to sound or it needs to come out or it needs to look like it, they're just like okay. Put it out. If people fuck with it, they fuck with it. If they don't, they don't. Um, once again, for better or worse, because these niggas have put out that, some yeah, clunkers. Yeah, they have put out quite a bit of fucking terrible oh, shows man, and films. You'll see some shit that's like even even some shit that starts out amazing and then like you get to like the second or third season, you're like. How the mm-hmm. fuck did we get here, nigga? Mm-hmm. Because they really, really, really threw a, a monkey wrench in a lot of shows and films that had the potential to be good, and then it just it turns out that it fucking was not. So Netflix, hopefully you do right by Squid Game Two, Squid Game, Squid Game, not an S. That's you not Squid niggas Game. out there, I'm saying Squid Games. No, nigga, it's Squid Game. So it's just one game. It's just Squid Game. That's the name of the show. It's not Squid Games. You sure? It is not Squid Games. It's you not niggas, Squid Games sound better, you though. niggas like to put S's on stuff that is not supposed to have an S there. Miami mm-hmm. Heat's 
and the and and the, the Oklahoma City Thunders and the fucking oh, wow. Squid Games. Funny. No, it's no no. Thunders already plural as it is. Facts. Um, plural possessive. Um, but um, Squid Game. Yeah, it's not. A, it does not have an S on it. The only S in Squid Game is the fucking S at the beginning of the show title. So. Yeah, how about that? But Netflix, do right by Squid Game. Oh, everything I love. Yeah. Please. And uh, really, I think that's all we got for y'all on this episode, ladies and gentlemen, and gender nonconforming people out there. Thanks for always tuning in to Absolutely. We niggas watching. You. We appreciate it. We're going to keep coming back to y'all as consistently as possible, and we're going to keep talking everything in television and film, maybe sprinkle in some more music and sports there. Just a um, little bit. Just a little bit. And uh, yeah, you know where to find us. But before we do time, before we do sign off, rather. There you go. Davey Dean, tell niggas where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Dave or Dean. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Davey.Dean. Mm-hmm. And TikTok at Poppy Cashley. This nigga here needs to get one name. Just one. A- across all social media platforms. It's pretty crazy. It's on the way. We 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 get we getting it together. We're gonna have our official IG very, very soon too. So yeah. y'all can stay tapped in with us on this TV and film talk that we love to do. We may have some guests at some point too. You know, we we'll, we'll, we got a whole lot of shit not. planned. Yeah, we got a lot of shit planned, you know, but we appreciate y'all tuning in with us, you know, so far. And you know, if you've been watching us also on IG Live and listening to us on Twitter spaces we in the past, really appreciate we you, yeah. really appreciate that because that without that we wouldn't have even had the confidence to come in. The, well, no, we would have. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we some different niggas. We, we would still have gonna one come. person listen to all the yeah. motherfuckers. Like, fuck it, let's just oh. go on. Let's just go in the studio. We gonna still invest in in great quality, regardless yeah, if it's one person 100%. or a hundred million people listening to us. Eventually, we're gonna have a lot of people listening to us. Mm-hmm. But the people who are listening, we thank you. We appreciate it. You know where to find me. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on IG. I'm on TikTok. I'm everywhere, nigga. You know where to Man, fucking find big me. Period. I am uh, the all CNI. I'm like TMZ. There it is. I am the all CNI. And that's it. We appreciate it. That's episode five. Ow, we out this bitch. Peace. Niggas sorted. Now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas sorted. Now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas are now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas watching. Niggas watching. Niggas watching. Niggas watching.